Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon to you. It's a 4.03 on a Wednesday, the 18th of January, 2023, here on The Run Home with Stephen McIver. Thanks to McDelivery, the boy is back in town. Manaya has decided to get off his rather healthy break, hey. bring in a rather fancy fade hairdo. Yeah. Like that was that you walked in and went, wow, I would say that's swag. But I think swag's uh, something I can't use anymore. Is that right? Is that too old? Look, I don't I don't know. Jacob, can, is McIver allowed to use I swag? I don't know if you can use it. But it's, oh. the, it's the right descriptor to yeah, describe yeah. me, though, isn't yeah. it? Definitely. Well, you're looking, you're looking fine. You're looking you. relaxed. How was the break, buddy? The break was great. I think what you're alluding to um, is that I've cut the beard off. Oh, uh, so, I didn't notice. No. Um, <laughs> I gave the cat a hell of a fright when I walked in the front door with no oh, beard on. I'll tell you well, that how long nothing. have you had that beard on for? Oh, I, I shave it off once a year, but I generally, I generally have it on most most oh, of mate, the year mate, round. And can I can I just say, mm. uh, looks good without the beard. Thank you. You're the first person to have told me that since I've cut it off. Oh, I, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to make moves on you or anything like that. I'm just saying, <laughs> you look good without the beard and the fade. You're, you're, you're rocking it, my friend. You're rocking it. Found an extra chin underneath that beard uh, that I didn't have last time I cut it off. But, uh, that, that is the one thing, yeah, that is the one thing we all struggle with here. You do that, that summer beard, which I can't do because I have to work over the summer, mm. and you go, oh... And then you sort of you drop your chin down to your, towards your, your chest. You go, yeah, that's not supposed to be there. No, no. Uh, how was team leader Jacob today? Oh, I'm good, thanks, Stephen. Yeah, that you're good. Okay, that's that was an exciting answer. Thanks for that. Now that's good. All right, uh, let's just remind you of what is on the Macca's menu today. Well, we're going to keep you up to date with the uh, international friendly happening at Sky Stadium right now. They're about to kick off between the Football Ferns and the number one team in the world, defending world champions in the US women's football team. So we'll keep you updated with that all throughout that match today. We've got Black Sick Dom Dixon coming your round. 4.45 today. The Black Six have their third match at the World Cup in India at 8.30 tonight against Malaysia on Spark Sport. They need simply to win this to stay in the game. All right, it's, it's, it's that simple. Now, if you were listening to Smithy this morning, Steve Mintz, the Tuatara manager, went off like a, he's just fired off from the hip about how the fact that they have not been able to use North Harbour Stadium when they wanted to. Anybody's going, hang on a minute. And, and it feels, it feels like it's affected their preparation because, as you know, they've got to beat the Canberra Cavalry. They've really got to do it this weekend. Otherwise, their chance to, again, make the playoffs is in jeopardy. So we're going to talk to uh, Regan Wood, the owner, the owner of the Tuatara after five. We did approach Auckland Unlimited, who run the stadiums. We are about to receive a statement from James Parkin. Parkinson's, the director of Auckland Unlimited and Stadiums, about what is going on. So we have tried 
to get someone on air. They have said, no, we're going to give you a statement. So we'll have that statement of response after five o'clock this evening. After six, Garth Galloway is going to talk about the first one-dayer. Uh, where are we playing the India? I know it's in India, but where are we playing? Hyderabad. Hyderabad, the black, black caps without Ish Sodi. He'll give us his thoughts on that. We have the drive to survive. And also, don't forget, we've got a Brett Phillips from SEN Tennis uh, going to talk about that before six, actually. But uh, So that is your Macca's menu, thanks to McDelivery, delivering your Macca's straight to your door. So let's just remind you what happened yesterday, particularly in the men's singles, because two of the big names came out and delivered. I don't think anyone expected Andy Murray at age 35 and rank 66 and a new hip, which he's had for a while because that's been an issue, a new metal hip, to go out and win in five and go through to the second round. But uh, it's worth listening to it and worth listening to what he had to say afterwards. Game, second match, Murray. Three sets to two, six three, six three. Four six six seven seven six. An extraordinary match. Deserved an extraordinary way to finish it. You must be tired. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be feeling this this evening and tomorrow. Uh, but right now, I'm just yeah, unbelievably happy. Very proud of myself. Um, I've put a lot, a lot of work into the last last few months uh, with my team who are here. Um, yeah, to give me the opportunity to perform on stadiums like this and matches like this against players like Matteo, and it paid off tonight. We're going to all refer to you as Sir Andy from now on in this in this stadium. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a man that's been to the Australian Open final five times. He's an inspiration to all of us. Andy, it's good to have you back. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Matt. And as we said yesterday, it is actually Sir Andy. He was knighted Sir Andrew Barron. That's a hell of a name. Reminds me of Baron Trump. You know, the, he's, no, that's that's the kid's name. I think this is a youngest child, Trump's youngest child. It's, Stephen, where do you stand on um, current athletes being knighted? I sort of feel like oh, they should, you know, yeah. they're, they're... Well, he's Scottish and English slash English, you know, so that's it's a big deal with him. I'm not so sure. I always maintain the best decision ever made by an individual athlete was Richie McCaw when he was offered a knighthood Nah, nah. It did. It did make so much. Uh, you know, made way more waves than had he just accepted it. Do you think it made more waves, or did make more waves? Yeah, it did. I think yeah, so. Yeah. I think it was great. I think he. I think I'm, I don't. I don't think knight, people should be knighted for doing the job that they are doing, particularly in the sporting arena. Now, some of them could be goats. You know, they they, they have been around and done this and that and that. And if they if they, I think it's a personal decision. Mm. I, I think we get carried away, Manaya, about this whole you need to be knighted because they need because to make everybody else feel good. I think it's, it's a purely personal decision. I think so too. But it also, I also think. Uh, when someone does receive a nitrate, you know, every now and then you have that feeling of like, really, that person? <laughs> I think that part of it is you picture a, a room of all of the people who have been knighted and you picture um, uh, okay, Corporal so Willie Apiata in that room. Oh, that, yeah, yeah you know? that's cool. I could, C- yes. could, you, could you walk up to him and be like, oh, hey, I um, coached a pretty successful sports team yeah. and feel like you're on the same par as no, him? I don't know. Dame Sophie Pascoe, right? It's Dame Sophie Pascoe, yeah. yeah. Is it Dame Lisa Carrington yet? I think yeah, it is. I believe too. it is. The the yeah, so, so does that, where does that stack up, right? Well, I, I now don't want to besmirch the names of Sophie Pascoe <laughs> yeah, and Lisa Carrington. No, no, fair, no, fair play, but, but, you, but you raise a really good issue 
about where uh, sports people are and their and knighthoods and, 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 yeah. and, and, and handing it up. Anyway, the other big talking point last night was the will he or won't he play leading to Mr. Nine-Time Champion, of which we can't use again in the question. of I don't know if you, were here, I don't know if you heard uh, yesterday, Manaya. there was one question that they failed to get, which is why Drive to Survive has jackpotted to $100 today. But the dickhead sitting in the chair here talking right now, <laughs> just, just, I've completely lost the plot. And I said, oh, I said, because the question was, who has won the Australian Open men's singles title uh, nine, oh, you know, how many times has, has Djokovic won the title? And I just went off. Yes, I said, amazing, hey, how, how um, Djokovic just won nine times. And, and Jacob just looked at me and said, you plonker, you've just given away, you've just given away the answer. So anyway. So will that be the first question of Drive to Survive <laughs> no. today then? Well, it, no. can't, it can't be now. <laughs> it can't be. So we'll figure that one out. But there was real concern that Djokovic, having missed some practices, done all that sort of thing, uh, he might not be able to play. Well, he played last night. Did it in three and is feeling the love. Thank you so much for staying this late, everybody. And, uh, also, thank you for giving me uh, such welcoming and reception I could only dream of. I, I really feel very happy that, uh, that I'm back in Australia and I'm back here uh, on the court uh, where I had the biggest success in my career. You know, definitely this court. Uh, is the most special court in my life and uh, couldn't ask for a better start of the tournament. So thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. How a year changes everything when you think about the deportation because he wasn't in, uh, vaccinated and, 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 and suddenly all the lovers there. He will find trouble going to America this year because I think they are still pretty staunch on the, the whole vaccination thing. Uh, but it wasn't, shall we say, it wasn't so perfect uh, for Novak, just before about to hit his first point, uh, I, this is my disclaimer. There is a naughty word here, kids. Well, I was told to say the disclaimer, so I'll say it. It was a bit awkward for Novak when someone yells out, "Novak, you're a wanker," but that was it. To think of all that was going on, to all that was going, the only awkward moment when I was Novak, you're a wanker. Did you see in the um, FA Cup there was an awkward moment there where they had um, how am I going to phrase this one? I should give I should give my own uh, uh, PSA before I say this. Uh, a noise interrupted the broadcast in the pre-match, and it was the noise of some adult entertainment being broadcast very loudly from someone's phone. No, which. I'm told uh, is actually was a phone taped to the back of one of the presenters' chairs <laughs> that was then triggered remotely as a prank <laughs> on those guys. Um, now, as someone who's had a long and storied broadcasting career like yourself, which is continuing, thank Stephen, you. Uh, yeah, which, which can, and long may it, and um, long may it last, and long, young man, and long may your reign continue. Um, <laughs> what? I wanted to know was you must have had some of those kind of awkward, whether it be a, a, a prank on purpose, whether it be something that happened incidentally. What, what are some of the uh, what's one of the more awkward incidents uh, in your awkward, career? Awkward or just how are we going to get through this? So, uh, just recently, I forgot I forgot a tennis player's name, and I I literally stalled on air. It was uh, Bianca Andreescu, right? Mm -hmm. And I started... Quite a big name. Yeah, and, but I went Andriana Biescu and I was in the middle of a throw to something to go to another another rain delay and I stalled on air and thankfully my director was in control and we, I said, once we got off, I said, you, I hope you didn't leave me on air just you like an open mouth fishing so it was good. But I think the, the most awkward moment was I, I still, I should have done my homework on this one. Years ago in the NRL, 
Nathan Kalis playing for Parramatta against Manly at Manly's home ground. Uh, there was he had a suspected broken neck. So they brought in the helicopter. It was a Friday night footy game. And at the time, my, my co-host was Pito Rupati. And we were yarning away, and this then this happened. And then the break kept on going. And the producer says, well, okay, boys, uh, time to fill. So I, I think the fill must be a record for me at least. I think our fill was something like 54 minutes before the game had to resume. Wow. But the most awkward part of it was at that time, the Warriors weren't travelling well. And, oh, the Warriors are moaning about this. We don't travel well, blah, 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 blah. We can't win on the road because we don't travel well, blah, 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 blah. And so I, I got to this point of saying, well, I wonder if they took their own pillows. <laughs> and so basically it became pillow talk <laughs> in like minutes 50 to 54. And we are literally waffling about pillows. Yeah. And I, to this day I'm going, what the hell were we doing? <laughs> Talking about the Warriors players taking their pillows uh, on tour. So, yeah. yeah. You? What uh, about you? I've, I've had a few uh, awkward moments. The, the one that really burns my memory, actually, on the Warriors, I interviewed Kim Marmalo once mm-hmm. and I asked him, what's the one thing that your uh, partner doesn't like seeing you pack in your bag to go on a road trip? <laughs> I thought it was going to be the PlayStation. He said, it's actually my town jeans because when she sees me pack the PlayStation, <laughs> she knows that I'm going to stay in at home and play PlayStation. But if she sees me pack the jeans... Then I'm out at the pub. Oh man, that 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 is a goodie. But, but for me personally, my most the most awkward experience of my young fledgling broadcasting career uh, is an interview came through at a radio station I used to work at. Very last minute, they said, "Do you want to interview this guy? He's got a uh, a yogurt uh, to help with skin cancer." Okay. That's all the information I had to go on. So interview, yogurt, and skin cancer. I was combined. like, okay, send him it. So he sent him it, and I was like, I'm just going to play, you know. Ask all the questions that the listener would have asked. Do you put it on your skin? Uh, <laughs> do you eat it? Have you been affected by this? How does it work? Well, it turns out the bloke that came in was Josh Emmett. Now, I, I did not know him. All I knew when he walked in was, God, this is a good-looking man. <laughs> it turns out he is, for those of you who don't know at home, a very well-known celebrity chef. And obviously he had put this yogurt out as he's made a, re- a really delicious yogurt. You go buy it. The proceeds go towards skin cancer. And he's sitting there giving me the death stare, like, what do you mean do you put it on your skin, you moron? No, you buy it and you eat it. And I was like, then what? Does it work like sunscreen? How does it stop? Does it, does it internally help out? Oh, my. So what happened afterwards when you actually stopped the interview? Did he just walk out and go, you're a knob? No, no, so normally what would happen if someone was in the studio, they stop, they get a photo, their publicist says, oh, can we put that up, blah, blah, blah. No, he beelined straight out of the thing. He took his yogurt with him and just walked... <laughs> Straight out. I walked out into the office. I was like, man, that was weird. I don't know what the guys with that um, yogurt was. And the poor girl out in the office was like, you have no idea that was a celebrity chef you just interviewed. So that was probably the most awkward Mate, moment that, of my That is a good one. Yeah, do you, do you smear the yogurt on your skin? Every now and then when I see him on the TV, he pops cringe. up. Yeah, I just break out in a cold sweat. I'll wake up once a year, I think, in the middle of the night <laughs> thinking about asking Josh Emmett if he smears yogurt on his otherwise flawless skin. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of man love going around today. Have uh, you seen that guy in the flesh? He is No. He, he's, oh yes I have. He, he's he's pretty he's pretty, isn't he? Yeah, he's a beautiful human being. He's a beautiful it's human all being. Yogurt, speaking, of, I think. speaking of beautiful human beings, uh team leader Jacob, oh. uh awkward moments? Oh well um, I have a very, very short broadcasting career thus far. Um <laughs> Again, it could but get the shorter. first time I was on on air on a mic uh, on the station. It was yeah. about a year and a half ago. 
I was on staff show and I started talking about Subway vouchers and deals Why? from Subway. Why? I can't, I can't actually remember. I Hang think on. it was to do with one of their segments, like what's making news or something and, like and, that. And, but, so so why did you start going off about Subway well, vouchers? I just got an email from Subway and I thought that was a good deal, so I should share it on air. <laughs> That was it. Yeah, that's awkward, man. It feels awkward just listening to it. All righty. So we want to know right now, what's your most awkward work moment? What is your most awkward work moment? I'm sure there have been plenty. You can get on the Makita phone line, 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. That's the Makita New Zealand phone line. Tell us your most awkward work moment. Remember, Makita ruled the outdoors. Or you can get on the temper bedpost text machine on double eight double three and text us in your most awkward work moment. And remember, it's PG-13, okay? PG-13. Because I don't want to have to do all these R18 disclaimers. So the temper text machine is double eight double three for your most awkward work moment today. And temper and bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Where has the time gone? It's 20 past four. A little update from the Australian Open. Iga Schwantek, the number one seed in the women's singles draw. Too good in the second round, 6-2-6-3. Sicardi, the sixth seed, has gone through. Dropped the first set, 3-6, 7-5, 6-3. Three through. Yannick Sinner is in the men's singles f- second round. He's the 15th seed. Straight sets over Echeverri. 6-3, 6-2, At the moment, Jessica Pegula, whose daddy owns the, I think it's the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. I think it's that. The number three seed. I think beaten finalist, if I'm correct. Beaten finalist last year at the Australian Open. Jessica Pegula. Uh, 6-2, five all in the second against Susnovich. And the men's single second round, the men's sixth seed, Felix Ogier-Aliassimi, uh, is 2-1 up against Molkan. And the women's singles second round, uh, Kalanina against Kvitova, the 15th seed, is 5-all in the first set. Still to play today, Rafa is back on, on uh, I don't know where he's playing, but he's back on due to go around f- not before 4 o'clock this afternoon, so he's obviously still waiting. So there's a lot going on uh, at the Australian Open. We'll talk to SEN's Brett Phillips about that. A little later on, on the run home, brought to you by McDelivery.